0: What's up, guys? I'm to hear more.
1: Uh stop. Shut up. No, he not. Welcome back for another episode of More to the Story. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Fairmore. Now who are you? I'm uh
0: to hear. Still, still to hear more.
1: <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> I just watched uh What's Love Got to Do With It? I'm gonna um, find you five dollars for that. Don't do that again. I wasn't
0: late. (laughs) This is not the point. (laughs) You got to find when you were late. No. I played the wrong
1: note. You did. You you played the wrong note. Introducing yourself before. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hi. Um. So I. I want to somebody sent um some great uh DMs. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I yes.
0: I kind of want to share it. them
1: all, but I'm gonna stretch it out. Um, but it's they're they're funny and a little gross. Um oh. <laughs> so this one I'll I'll share, share now. Um I'd eat your coochie as a friend for nothing in return if you ever asked me to. I just know you taste amazing. This is coming from a complete stranger. To you? No. Oh, I was like. Really? I'm thinking things are coming to me. We're literally asking people to send us these. Sometimes it's going to
0: come for you, too. That's all I was asking.
1: <laughs> I know, but the last like three times i'm saying something ridiculous you're like they said that to you it's like no no okay Babe, get it together i mean listen
0: i in two early 2000s that was a pickup line albeit very vulgar very crass that was a pickup line but that was when you know black guys had just started admitting to eating coochie Right. Now, I never used that as a pickup line, but I've heard many niggas say. Uh,
1: you know, I was about to ask.
0: Like, No, no, no I ain't never used that on each ass as a pickup line. That was never my thing. I'm a little more tactful than that. I'm a strategist. I will use humor. I always use humor. That was always my end, the humor. <sighs> but like in today's society, that's a little dated. Okay. And, and it's still crass and it's still vulgar, but very dated. Like that, that's all you ask. That's a, just because somebody looks like they taste good. That's crazy. You know how many avocados look good, but you cut it too low. This wasn't ready. <laughs>
1: did, you compare, was, did you just compare? Just I mean, compare the female genitalia to avocado?
0: <laughs> hey, listen. ain't no av- Avocados are superfood. So, <laughs> so is Coochie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting your information, sir? <laughs> uh, Google. Ah. Uh. I don't. I don't believe my sweet Google would do that. (laughs) Not my precious sweet baby Google. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Jumping into the topic. This one has been like something that's been on my mind for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because of things that's going on um, around me in particular and not so much You know, I just, I'll say what the topic is and then I'll jump into it. So today we're going to talk about um, how to console someone without giving advice. Mm. Listening,
0: Um, just to listen, not to respond.
1: Yes. Okay. But it's always to be helpful so that you're not just sitting there being talked at. Mm-hmm. but also not trying to solve the problem. Yeah. You know? that—that That is something that I've got
0: better with over the time, but I was always, which I feel a lot of impacts are. Like, we don't just listen to someone's story. We take it on somewhat mm-hmm. as a part of our trial. And now we'll carry around those troubles until we figure out a solution because mm-hmm. we feel so tied to that person that we listen to. And sometimes it might not even be somebody that we're super close to, but when you're an empath and you just, you feel other people's energy and you react to it, it's just, it's just sometimes going to happen. And sometimes I have to tell people, Hey, I can't talk right now. I gotta, I gotta do something in order to protect my energy because I know that about me. I'll take on somebody else's woes. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. And uh, me, it's not even the point of really feeling their, their trauma is so much, um, so much more me like, okay, you just gave me a problem. Now I'm solution oriented. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to fix it. Mm-hmm. And um very trial, why can't you do this? Okay, that's not an option. Okay, this. Like I'm very like, this not working, then scratch that. Let's do, let's do this. Like I'm very much um all about like, okay, we have a problem, but there's a solution to every problem. Let's find mm-hmm. a solution. And um I actually had had a friend like going through something super traumatic and kind of go in on me it was like look you can't fix this you always want to fix people you can't fix this just let me talk and I was like yeah uh you know what I received that it's I'm offended in the moment but I also know (laughs) I also know that's very true about me and I I had to take it um but anyway so And this is like going for whether someone is dealing with a death in the family Mm -hmm. or a breakup, a loss of a job, um, or just realizing like becoming disillusioned with a person that's in their life or um, a job that they're working or whatever. Uh, So, um, yeah. And uh, so let's just jump into like some ways. Just we can, we can be more of a friend to our friends and just get over that awkwardness of, you know, mad that they came to you with a problem and they didn't take your advice or mad mm-hmm. that they came to you with a problem and you're taking it on as, as your on. problem, you know?
0: Now, let, let, me, let me ask you this. Do you mm-hmm. find it's hard to be an active listener without engaging by giving advice? Do you think that might have something to do with the two? Because, like, just listening to somebody and not responding, like, can sometimes make your eyes glaze over or make it seem mm-hmm. like you're not as interested. Do you think that has something to do with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, because you want to seem, you you want it known that you care. Mm-hmm. You want it known that you're attentive, you're there, you're, you know, as a support. But sometimes just listening in in silence. Mm-hmm. Helps sometimes just yeah. sitting next to someone and letting them vent or just letting them feel whatever they're feeling is helpful. And yeah. you know, it's it's human to to feel just like you being the quiet one. It'll come across to you like you don't care, mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, I have to engage more when actually you don't. Just your presence right. and your willingness to be there, holding the holding the phone. Is helpful. Um, I remember when um my friend's grandfather got really sick and you know, she had texted us and it was like, you know, things are taking a turn for the worse. So, you know, I'm just not feeling, you know, just not feeling good right now. And so Ooh. I was like, I'm coming over on my way, got there, and we just sat and watched TV. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, she didn't need to, I knew how much her grandfather meant to her. I've actually been there, you know, listening to their conversations, you know, like they were really close and, um, just sitting there, her mom called and was like, you know, he passed away. And so she was like, you know, I heard her tell her mom, Farron's here. And then she handed me the phone. I was like, my mom want to talk to you. And she just walked mm-hmm. out the room. And so, you know, her mom told me what happened and and everything and um, just thanked me for being there. And I'm still thinking, like, I'm just here sitting in silence. I can't relate to this situation. Right. All I know is that my friend is sad. Right. And so I just hugged her, you know, so sorry, friend. And I just sat there, you know, until she pulled herself together and then she wanted to go visit some other family but, you know, and I'm thinking like, uh, you know, I'm awkward in these situations. I didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then she like texted me and was like, thank you so much for being there. Like, I just really appreciate you just being there. And I'm, yeah. You know, sitting there thinking I didn't do nothing, but it was just being there.
0: Just being there. Yeah. I, you know what? Because I'm really good at comforting people via text. Mm-hmm. I can I can text you some shit. That it was like it was it was wrote by Shakespeare himself. Yes, you are so Damn, good at that. Right? right? But when I'm in person, I am awkward. <laughs> I'll be like, do I do I rub your back? I don't, I don't know what to do with my
1: hands. Right, <laughs> I, it's I be like, so awkward. <laughs> I have to tell you, like, hug me now. (laughs) I say, I have to tell you, like, hug me now.
0: (laughs) You literally had to say that to me. This is when you wrap your arm around me and tell me it's going to be okay. She's literally have to say because I'm so awkward with that because I didn't get it as a kid growing up. I never got that type of physical comfort. So I am very awkward in it. And I'm very, I'm very much a novice when it comes to comforting in person. And I think that's why I'm so... Involved with responding, and so I'm, uh, accustomed to taking on the problems, I feel like that's the best way for me to help. But you are right. I, I know I've had moments when I've talked to like Irvin or Dana, and I just need to verbalize something. I wasn't looking for advice. Mm-hmm. I just needed to like just just mouth vomit, just verbal vomit, just get it mm-hmm. out, and just like oh, I need that. You know what I mean? And I, I get it now. Yeah. You know, when, you, when the shoes on the other foot, you definitely understand it a lot better.
1: Right, right. Hey, y'all. So I'm here to tell you about HelloFresh. If you've been paying attention at all, you know our vibes with HelloFresh. Like, I am not a whiz in the kitchen with the meal planning and the, all the things, but HelloFresh makes me feel like I have accomplished great things. And not only in regards to the meal hitting the table and making the family happy, I'm also saving dollars, y'all. You get better value with HelloFresh because it's 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing quality. And HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order in an app. like All you got to do is download the app and select what you want and when you want it delivered. And you get up to 50 choices a week to choose from. I mean, why wouldn't you do this? So one of my absolute favorites, actually all of our favorites, are the um, firecracker meatballs. They are so good, and recently we had the beef flautas again. So good. Like, it's, it's amazing how well these recipes turn out, especially with me doing the cooking. So let me tell you how you can get in on this. You go to hellofresh.com slash 14 more and use the code 14more to get up to 14 meals plus free shipping. It's that simple. HelloFresh.com14more, like my last name, and use the code 14more, like my last name, to get up to 14 free meals plus shipping. Get in on this, man. So, um, I looked up just some some ways, some notes to keep in mind when a friend is going through whatever it mm-hmm. may be, and you want to be there, you are their first first call, their first line of defense, you know um against the evil that's going on in their lives at the moment, so in the very first one, and I looked at like four different um articles and everybody's first step was stay away from giving advice. Like mm. do not um just trust your your friend to make their own decisions to solve their own problems. And then that stops from any you taking responsibility in right. their
0: because in- if they take the your result. advice
1: and it backfires, then they can right. blame you for it too. Or if they don't take it and you're sitting there like, well, I told you to blah, blah, blah. It's like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't about you. It becomes a you problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also like this one meme that, that says something like, I hate when you're telling somebody about your problem and they feel like they got to one up you with their problem or something. Mm -hmm. They went through a similar situation. It's funny how like these two kind of overlap. Yeah. But I do wonder. If you're in a situation like this, you just listen to somebody and they tell you what they plan on doing, and you know for a fact that that's not the right solution. Or maybe you've even done that and tried it that way before, and it turned out horrible for you. Do you, at that point, engage with, 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 with a comment like, "Now listen, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I just want to say, A, B, C, X, Y, right. Z. You know, like I tried it like that before, it did not work." I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you shouldn't. I'm just giving you some 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 hindsight that I've like, already went through a situation like this mm-hmm. and what I thought was the right way was exactly what you just said and this is what happened. Or do you still just listen and let people find out for themselves?
1: Well, that's when you um you get into the mode of like making the what the is a, a bit m- manipulative, but you make it their idea to lead w- away from that.
0: You inceptionist, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> man, you as bad as Lil. You no, planning an because... idea? No, nah, fuck that. You three levels down, you in the snow with the whole team, the van is falling off the bridge. You're like, let's go one level deeper.
1: You dirty. <laughs> no it's not it's not that deep but like if you just ask some probing questions like I have another friend right now that's like in the beginning stages of filing for divorce Mm -hmm. and right now it's just so much like exhaustion and anger Mm -hmm. and resentment like it's just you know compacted emotions about it and so it's like you know what i just right now all i can think of just like i just want him wiped out like mm-hmm. like well, friend off the earth off the earth like i just i think that's definitely something i want I to mind. i want I to annihilate him. him you know like, <laughs> oh annihilate Ooh. that's a forceful <laughs> word Yes. Um, so it's, it's very in, involved, and it's like, okay, I can't in good conscience be that friend, like, oh, girl, fuck him, and to hell with him, and what we got to do. Like, I'm just, I just see it as like, don't let, like, this person unfortunately turned out to be BS for you. Mm-hmm. don't let this person drag you all the way down to where you ruin your life you know right so it's like um i'm not going to jump on that bandwagon like i'm not even going to encourage it or you know just get get into those types of conversations because mm-hmm. it just helps to to amplify whatever's going on yeah. you know amplify the the negative you know the negativity and stuff and so and then not ever like I don't have anything to base I don't have a a basis for this I don't I've never experienced it I've never dealt with another friend who experienced this this Mm -hmm. every part of the of the situation is new for me Mm -hmm. and so it's like I I can't get yeah, involved yeah. in the in the church i want to believe that you're playing but i also have watched i've watched snapped and you are really hurt right now mm-hmm. so, <laughs> do not end up on snapped or forensic files that's all i could think
0: yeah
1: so um and and a lot of that is just uh just asking like those those prompting questions of you know what what is it that you really want? What do you have con- control over? What mm-hmm. you know just on a daily basis. So now we're at the point of like is is daily sometimes multiple a day check ins just to make sure you know G not falling off. You know. Yeah. So um, and that actually leads into the second step of uh, avoid amplifying one feeling like you know at first I was like you know she she's angry and you have every right to be angry and I was I realized that I was repeating that and it was you know validating like she knows I don't need to validate her anger she knows that she has every right to be angry right um but it's like it was so much more to it it was so many more layers to her emotions so it was like you know she's at a, at a point of confusion of how did I get here? You know, why isn't this, you know, fixable? Why isn't he as invested in fixing this as I was, but now at this point, is it even fixable? So it's resentment from all the things that led up to it. that never got resolved and it's hurt. Like it's just all these layers of things and, um, even when um, I had uh, have uh, another friend who's like in between jobs and she just like went through this like terrible situation to where she kind of got she got like pulled into this position and they really like dumped a lot on her because they were so backlogged to mm-hmm. where she ran herself crazy and yeah. she was like she had to take some mental health days. But then she got in trouble for taking the mental health days because she hadn't been there that long. But it's like, y'all don't realize what you put on me. Yeah. And so she like got in, you know, ready to hit the ground running, but then quickly became disillusioned by everything that was going on. And it was like not even the the money was enough to make her feel like I, I need to. I need to run myself even crazier to get this done. It's like, no, I, this is, I need help. This is ridiculous, and y'all not giving it to me, type situation. So she just went you know like
0: huh? Real quick mm-hmm. that is the, the, the gift and the curse, and getting older, realizing that money isn't everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And we've
0: been talking about this recently more often than, than, than ever before, like realizing your time. And your mm-hmm. mental health, but your time, because you can yeah. never get that back. Mm-hmm. You can never. You can always make more money. You always get new items, cars, house All of that stuff is attainable again. You know, what I'm saying there's a there's, there's not a finite number of cars and houses available to you. Time, though, mental peace. Like you, you mm-hmm. you remember what it was like. You, you used to come home mm-hmm. from one of your jobs, and you tell me about. How the people were crazy and acting all ridiculous. Like you couldn't even leave it at home. You had, I mean, at work, you had to come home with that. And to bring that stress home, it's just yeah. like, that's it's hard. It's a hard right.
1: feeling. So, yeah, I remember having a job where I would be fine all morning, getting ready, dreading going in, but I would be okay. The minute I stepped foot into the building, I got a headache.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: And I was like, okay, so this is time for me to go. And so my main focus became getting the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like with a, an, another job I had, I had just like lost the, I realized I got too involved in the in the business running, <laughs> the, the, mm-hmm. how the business ran with, with the company. And I was like, oh, this is fucked. Mm -hmm. and this company is very likely short-lived and now I see that and I have to save myself but then like still to this day that was one of my favorite jobs The pay sucked but that was one Mm -hmm. of my favorite jobs and I I had to to walk away from it yeah and I was like actually sad about it you know because it's like yeah it's messed up and I know like now they got rid of so many people they're a team of like five now
0: oh my god I don't know how they get yeah. anything done because I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. what about but I don't know how they so, get anything
1: done yeah so they're like a team of five they went from like a, a team I think we were a good team of maybe 25 30 to a team of five still putting on all the same events and everything and so it was just it's just so much um, just so many feelings that I had in that to where I, no one could tell me what steps to take. I had to figure that out on my own. And, um, and just, the uh, it, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. And even the decision, though, I knew how messed up everything was the decision to leave was still like, I still took or time took- to really think about it. Because it was like, I like it, like what I do here. I just Mm -hmm. don't like what's happening behind the scenes. Um, Relationships
0: like that are are difficult to let go to, like people mm -hmm. in your lives, friendship, family, even family members. Yeah. Even specifically family members, because Mm -hmm. you feel the obligation to stay close to certain family members because of these norms that society has placed on and around us. Mm -hmm. But you know your auntie toxic as fuck. You, you know when she come over your house and she like that selling like one hundred she finna talk shit about her husband, your mama, your mama's new boyfriend. All of that, don't come over here with all of that shit. Yep. I love you, but now I gotta love you from a distance. Yeah, because people will bring their negative energy in your life to receive the energy that you have to give them, but they never replenish the energy that they take.
1: Never, and they end like, up
0: being more of well a said, and a headache they their worth, even family members and yeah. sometimes you gotta love people from a distance
1: yeah um the the next one i like that you said that because the next one is um don't pinpoint the bad guy and uh in in helping a friend get through something or just helping a loved one get through um a, an issue um the just pinpointing that that one person or that one issue when technically you're only getting one side of, of the of the issue as a whole. Yep. And so it's like you can't jump on sides no matter how likely it is that this person is giving you the the full picture but they're giving you the full picture from their point of view and there was it's more than one party involved. Um will listen and-
0: <laughs> it, you already know, babe. Right now, yes. This is speaking to my soul.
1: Yes, yes, yes. um And I didn't even think about that when when pulling this together because I was more so thinking about how it's two, it's three, four family members involved as a whole but uh, it's two that I'm most concerned about because their relationship is so rocky. Um, But the one has come, came to me and, you know, told me everything from her point of view. And I'm sitting there like, yes, I hear you. And what you're saying is likely valid and right about, this other person and the role that they played in this issue but i don't have their side of the story right and so all i can do all i have to re- constantly remind myself to do because i know there's some bal- validity to the claims
0: uh-huh. or
1: for her i know it but all i have to i have to keep reminding myself to just sit and listen because i have not talked to this other person
0: because like who you won't. Let's keep it a buck. You ain't fit to talk. If we talking, no, you, you
1: I I am because both people are close to me, and so the other person I will um, talk to. But I was waiting for them to come to me and bring oh, it up. I don't
0: know who you talking about. Then I thought I knew. I, I, I was still going off of the first person that you mentioned. I don't know who you talking about. Uh huh. So oh, so I don't know. Are you hiding um, shit? What you say? Oh, so I don't know. So you
1: hiding shit? <laughs> It's not even the point of hiding it. It's not my secret. It's not really my story. And we've been traveling so much. When we talk, I ain't trying to talk about nobody else's shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest.
0: I'm out of town right now. You, you at the crib. You,
1: yeah, you I was back gone last Atlanta. weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, when, when we Fair sit enough. down on some on some really talking, I ain't talking about nobody else.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know everybody think like I know most I mean and we do share everything, just so you guys know for the most part, but like we like i i, I it's weird like sometimes i I can indulge in the behind the scenes talk, but sometimes I just be like i don't even I don't mm-hmm. even because I, I, I again being an empath, I know I would take that on, and that shit will change. My energy, Fannery has seen me get bad news and my energy shift like hard, And Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit, man. So even with shit be going on with our close friends, if it's too crazy, Fann won't tell me. Cause she know it'll fuck me up. Like I'll be Mm -hmm. fucked up for the rest of the day or two days after something like that. Cause I just like, I love hard, man. And I'll be trying Mm -hmm. to fix everything for everybody. And I'm still realizing that you can't do that. You can't fix everything for everybody. You, you know,
1: literally. I mean, you're you're ill-equipped too. So just yeah. the the fact that you think you can, which it's it's human and it's good that we even care enough about people to want to fix their issues, but it's mm-hmm. also like get over yourself. You you actually can't.
0: You <laughs> have no degrees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. You are not qualified for this. Um. Yeah. So the uh mainly the the don't pinpoint the bad guy is mainly just like remember to just stay neutral. Right. It's like yes, I hear you. Um don't do the if this person this person allegedly did such and such, then your your account of it is valid. It's like no, something upset you that your feelings alone are are valid. But I'm you, gonna ask
0: you with mm-hmm. with that rule right about staying neutral how do you do that and still show alliance and um what's a, what's the a word alliance and loyalty to the person that may be your main friend you get what i'm saying like let's say you're that saying if there's a
1: problem. a problem between amongst friends
0: no let, let, let's say that there was a couple right mm-hmm. and you got cool you were cool with the 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 young lady first and then we started hanging out with the couple when she got involved and all that type of stuff and now there's a a problem and you know they're going through it maybe it's a breakup or whatever it may be but you're having that mindset of before i'm making a decision i need to hear you know from both because i know i'm only hearing one side but that's your girl right that's your girl you know her for years whatever he just came into the picture with the last couple years whatever but how do you Still show your loyalty to the initial person and still be like, I gotta have an open mind. Cause it seems very like like very professional, very judicial to be like, oh, I need to hear both sides of it before I make an informed decision, which is good and it's right. But -hmm. you know, when 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 energy and and tempers are are flaring and rising, like most people don't care about this. Like your friend might feel like, are you siding with
1: this nigga? No, well, that's, that's backtrack because it's not your issue to make a decision on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm not in any way, shape or form going to ask to speak or even attempt to speak to my friend's husband, mm-hmm. but what I will do and what I have done since day one, because just because... I felt drained being the, the sounding board. It was, have you guys done counseling? Have mm-hmm. you done counseling not just together? You need to do it separate. Yeah. Um, And just keep reinforcing that. Well, you know, when a certain issue was brought up, well, what did, what did your therapist say? Like, did you mm-hmm. bring this up? What did they say? Mm-hmm. You know, like, keep- and People being, lie about <laughs> counseling we saying that, huh? People, People will will. lie about counseling. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm in counseling.
0: Yeah. When last time you went? What's your counselor's name? I can't share that. You can share his name. You can you recommend can. me. But they.
1: And won't it do is that. just like um, there was like some issue between them, and she missed a counseling um appointment basically she was just done and she left and so she did uh, didn't attend a counseling session and so he blamed her for him not going and it's like well you could have still went but okay um whatever the it's just you know you in all of it you can only control yourself you Absolutely. can only only control yourself. Um, and that's what that's another thing I just I say quite a bit to her is that well, yes, that's what you want from him, but you can only control you and you've already been shown what you will and won't get from him. Mm-hmm. So it's just time to to listen and change, you know, start the the steps to to changing your focus, you know. So it's it's all just difficult, and I just find myself sitting there for like a good twenty minutes, only saying, "Mm hmm," like mm-hmm. I'm hearing, I'm absorbing it all, but I have nothing to offer other than what did your therapist say, and that yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is valid. All
0: I am dust. Uh-huh. I am dust.
1: <laughs> I am dust. I am nothing. <laughs> uh. I like this. I mean, this goes um, kind of to what I was already saying, this next step, be logical and emotionally supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if your friend complains about a relationship issue, uh, whether it's romantic or family, whatever it is, um, it's best to respond with logic. Not trying to offer advice, not saying what you should do, not trying to give them steps on 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 what they should do, but just just keep them logical because they're so emotional right now. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're like that 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 logical side to it, and you can support their emotions by letting them know, like you know. But your yes, things feel broken. It all feels like it's just all falling apart right now. But as long as you keep moving, you're gonna look back on this and just you know, be like, uh, "Thank God, I dodged whatever it was. Thank God, I you know I made it through." Um, and another thing I encouraged uh, because she's a writer to uh, the friend that's going through the divorce. She's a writer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, journal that. And she was like, well, it's like, I hate journaling because after it's like, I like to flip through and read it. I was like, you can't read it a couple of days after you write it. It's still fresh. It was like, you gotta just journal it leave it there on the paper and look some months years off you know you can't look at it two days later and be like I haven't grown at all no bitch you didn't <laughs> um so the um, the next one is um resist being the only line of defense uh which is what I was saying earlier like I it's exhausting being just that <clears throat> one person that go to you know, every, every time something's wrong. um I have a, a different friend. It seemed like I only get a call when something tragic is happening and it's like, oh girl, let me, let me tell you what happened. And it's like, just. I to block those
0: people because they are energy <laughs> like, drainers. Like they like, never call
1: to see what? how you doing. Uh uh-huh.
0: They never call to to celebrate the good news or the victories is always about the negative and it's like somebody that only feeds negativity to your life doesn't wish you the, the best like yeah. I, I just don't believe that like that's a very and it's like uh, when it's a lot of better word, negative way of living
1: when, it, when it's positive things, I only get a text. But when it's something negative, it's, oh, it's like, let me call and tell her all the terrible things. And then mm-hmm. it turns into like, like a 45 minute conversation. And I'm just sitting there like afterwards, like, I don't know, let me turn on uh what Madagascar or something like let me find something to just bring now wait is it is it
0: the oh woe is me negative stuff or is it like girl you ain't gonna believe
1: this it's it's mainly woe is me it's just always something wrong and I Mm. I know life ain't rainbows and sunshine you know duh but it's just always something just tragically wrong yeah and it's just like is this at some point <laughs> i found myself like did you just see this in the movie or did this really happen to you <laughs> like <laughs> let's keep it a buck for a minute like
0: mm, this it sounds familiar sounds
1: like something from lifetime like did yeah. this actually happened to you
0: that's is, crazy that people are out there that will literally do that
1: yes yes just for yes. the
0: attention you know, I had a friend that would, would threaten to do something to himself every so often. And I think when he felt like he wasn't getting enough attention, I'm like, all right, boy, calm down. Oh calm,
1: calm down. You know, I I joke about, you know, how much I love attention. Even negative attention is attention. But it's like some people who actually live that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so... It, I find, um, <laughs> I heard uh, my sister, like, you know, just telling me what she, she had given somebody some advice and she was like, well, you know, I'm, I told her, I'm just going to say what I got to say. And what you do is on you. And I'm like, don't even do that. like. <laughs> <laughs> like don't even do that I've had a a friend actually ask me for advice like I was just listening Mm -hmm. like you know and this was 2019 and first and foremost I did not feel like I was close enough to this person to comment on what was being shared with me um We were cool, but I was like, this is a very intimate conversation she's pulled me into about her relationship with her boyfriend. And um, so I'm sitting there and I'm just listening, just listening, just listening. And basically, you know, her whole thought was she felt um, taken for granted. And she was like, you know what? I was just thinking of just, just leaving, just making him see how much he needs me and all this. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm just looking at her and she's looking back at me like it was this awkward silence where we're just looking at each other. And she was like, well, what do you think? And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) can I be honest? I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, she was like, cause I'm at a loss and I don't know what to do. And so I was like, "Um, if you do that, be prepared to not be wanted back, mm. like you have mm. to you have to be prepared for both sides of that I was like, so yes, it may go your way, but it also may not, and you have to be prepared to basically be forced to walk away yeah. and you know I was like so um if that's i mean if this is how you feel because you you know that's what you feel you need to do, then like you may not get what you're looking for because this person has already shown you like they're not going to change. Like they, they've they shown you that you voiced your concern. You guys have had these conversations, blah, blah, blah. And they've shown you that this is what they're going to do. And um, actually it was more so as a, as a stance of I want to get married, you don't. I'm going to leave to make you marry me is basically what it was I was trying not to share that part but I haven't given any name so it should be fine Mm. um but yeah so this is my stance to make you realize you need me in order to get me back we got to get married so I'm just gonna leave and I was like okay but if his stance against marriage is that strong for him then you need to be prepared to just be single like he may not want you back bad enough to get married and Mm -hmm. you might have to accept that. So to sum it up, she never left because that she wasn't ready to face that. And they're still not married. So also that, so maybe she just like came to terms with the fact that I want to be with him and it doesn't matter what it looks like or I'll try again later. I don't know, we haven't talked about it since. (laughs) So um, yeah. So before um, like more than, than anything, just the, uh, you know, we just all wanna be there for our, for our circle, for our people, those people who mean so much to us and sometimes saying nothing and just being there to listen is, is enough. Just sitting in the room or sitting on the phone is enough and we have to find solace in that we don't have to fix everybody's we don't have to fix everybody or their problems oh. um, so just run it back through so number one stay away from giving advice uh, number two avoid amplifying on one feeling that's like when you're upset People, you know somebody going through something traumatic they it's a lot of feelings it's a mm. lot of things it's not just I'm not only sad because you know my grandfather died um hurt I'm tired I'm angry like it's it's just a lot of um just a lot uh don't pinpoint the bad guy in all of it most of the time you only have one side of the situation so mm. uh, and you may never get the other side of it. So, um, staying logical. So four, th- I mean four and five need to go together. I mean, yeah, is that four? No, three and four need to go together. Remain logicals. Don't pinpoint the the bad guy because you only have one side of the situation. Uh, resist thought of something stupid. Sorry, that wasn't a, a moment to actually laugh. <laughs> Be logical and. Uh, resist being the only line of defense like the encourage encourage them to to seek some professional help you are not a professional and even if you are if you're their friend you're probably too close to the situation so
0: a lot of times people won't listen because it's coming from somebody that's too close to
1: yeah and also encourage them to communicate with the other half of that issue or the other side of that issue um i had to do that for the family the four family members i was like it's a whole lot of lack of communication like everybody needs to sit down and just be vulnerable and um i like that that just brought to mind something that melissa posted recently about communication because to communicate well, you have to to be vulnerable. You gotta mm-hmm. put yourself out there and be like, you know, this is this is how I feel. And you have to be open to someone being vulnerable with you. You know, it's it's an exchange, or it's not gonna go well. Mm-hmm. So, and they can't come to you for everything, or and you can't fix everything. So, encourage communication amongst the the parties and professional help above all. And um, yeah, if you do feel absolutely compelled to give direct advice, do it, but don't put too much weight on it because at the end of the day, they are gonna do what they wanna do. True. And you just gotta continue to support through it all. I made the mistake of saying, no matter what you choose, no matter what, you know, because I just felt like with the friend that's going through the divorce, I just, I still feel like if at any moment he comes back and says like, okay, I'm ready to fix it, which he's done it before, mm. he has gone back and, um, and you know, believed, believed it and it didn't pan out. So, and I found myself kind of like, being like, girl, again, when it happened before, but I have to remind myself like, this isn't just a boyfriend, this is her husband and it is also her life of like, so regardless, I recently had to say like, regardless of what you choose to do, whether that's stay where you are or go back, like whatever it is, like I'm in full support. And she was like, I say, let's kill him. And I'm like, well, I can't support that. (laughs) <laughs> she was like you know what growing up sucks like now i got all these adult friends with shit to lose and so nobody wants to nobody want to be out in the streets with me on some bullshit and i was like no you shouldn't want to be out in the streets with you on some bullshit like we're not about to- <laughs> <That's> kill him. <laughs> we're wow. not about to kill him we're not about to um put a hit out on him or have him beat up like we're not doing any of that let's mm-hmm let's be realistic and think about all of our futures (laughs) but yeah so above all so go forth and prosper being a good friend you all
0: (laughs) there it is don't get nobody beat up and
1: killed (laughs) please don't please don't i don't support that like that's where (laughs) i draw the line (laughs) I a guess we can add um, murder on the, on where I draw the line. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah vomit yeah. I murder. I think that's a good, I think that's a good place to draw a <laughs> line. Good place to draw a <laughs>
1: line. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, this was um, great. I hope you guys got some helpful information. I know I did and some things I was already doing and the whole, whole lot I wasn't. So um Yeah let's move forth and continue to send those disturbing dms y'all like man
0: it's <laughs> crazy out here
1: it is and i know i know there are some guys getting some some ridiculous ones too like women ain't all ain't all innocent we ain't just receiving mm. them i sure so don't be afraid to share as you see though this last person did give me permission to use her name it just it wasn't helpful to the story she knows who she is um so yeah share those more to the story podcast at gmail.com and this this is this is it and goodbye
0: (laughs) we'll talk to you guys next week Bye.